next on the 5 o'clock report. It could be a very heavy snowfall. America is at a breaking point with record levels of illegal immigration. The United States was not involved. That's how you take care of people. Lifting them up when life throws them a curveball. People can be exposed to high levels for a long period of time without realizing it. We all show up here in the morning and then we have a nice hike together. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Good afternoon and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Family Life News anchor Sarah Harnish. New York and Pennsylvania are bracing for the first major snowstorm of the year. It comes in for us on Saturday night. There will be rain and snow heavy at times, moving on up 95 from the D.C. area right through Philadelphia to New York City. Once it gets into New England, it could be a very heavy snowfall in excess of half a foot. Eastern and central Pennsylvania and central New York expected to take most of it. Buffalo gets a break. Kevin will have more on it in just a few minutes. House Speaker Mike Johnson is leading a delegation at the southern border in Texas today as the GOP fights for more restrictions and better security. One thing is absolutely clear. America is at a breaking point with record levels of illegal immigration. And today we got a firsthand look at the damage and the chaos the border catastrophe is causing in all of our communities. Republicans say no more military aid to countries like Ukraine until home is safe. There were twin explosions in Iran that killed more than 100 people today. Here's State Department spokesman Matt Miller. The United States was not involved in any way. And number two, we have no reason to believe that Israel was involved in this explosion. The explosions occurred at an event honoring an Iranian general that was killed four years ago. Iranian-backed Houthi rebels have been relentless in the Red Sea where they targeted a container ship today bound for Israel. They fired a round of ballistic missiles but missed. It is the 24th attack in the region. More reasons to go to the gym and avoid drugs. The list of side effects is growing for weight loss drugs like Ozempic. There's a new study out today. The first potential side effect is hair loss or alopecia, which has been reported anecdotally by some taking the medications. The second is suicidal ideation, which has already drawn scrutiny from regulators overseas. The third is aspiration. That's an issue the American Society for Anesthesiologists warned last year it had fielded reports of after patients taking the medications undergoing surgery ended up with food stuck in their airways. Now to New York, where Governor Hochul is previewing next week's State of the State address. Her topic today, hospital financial assistance. That's how you take care of people. Lifting them up when life throws them a curveball strengthening the safety net for those who get sick or hurt unexpectedly so they can get better without sacrificing everything they've worked so hard for. You can watch for her address on Tuesday, January 9th. There are some new unsettling statistics from the American Lung Association concerning radon levels in Pennsylvania homes. High levels of cancer-causing radon gas have been detected in 40% of Keystone State homes. Kevin Stewart is with the American Lung Association, and he tells Jet TV this. The problem is that uh, radon is colorless, odorless, tasteless, invisible so people can be exposed to high levels for a long period of time without realizing it and then their risk will be much higher uh, the longer they're exposed to those high levels so uh, we advise people to test radon can enter homes through cracks in floors basement walls and foundations nationally radon is responsible for 21,000 lung cancer deaths every year a democratic activist in pennsylvania has filed suit asking that congressman scott perry be removed from 2024 ballots. They say he should be disqualified from the upcoming election because Perry's messaging with the Trump White House amounts to insurrection. Here's former federal judge
Judge John Jones. He was an active participant. He was engaged quite clearly in an effort uh, to uh, question the validity of the of the election. The congressman's office called Gene Stilp's lawsuit frivolous. Perry is among the delegation in Texas today, seeing the border crisis firsthand. Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro is beginning his second year as governor of the Keystone State, and lots of people are watching, not just in Pennsylvania, but on a national level, too. Family Life's Greg Gillespie has a preview. Democrat Josh Shapiro got high marks for the way he and the Commonwealth's Highway Department quickly reopened a major highway near Philadelphia after a bridge collapse, but he's been criticized for failing to push through a state budget and reneging on his support for a school choice voucher program. He is under pressure to respond to a court ruling that Pennsylvania's public school funding unconstitutionally discriminates against poorer school districts. An Associated Press analysis noted that Shapiro often seeks less controversial middle ground. Democrats narrowly lead the House as Republicans have a slim majority in the state Senate. Greg Gillespie, Family Life News. And 2,000 people descended on Taganic Falls State Park in New York to ring in the new year. It's a hiking tradition that began 13 years ago under the New York State Park System. We started slow with only six people in our first year that's steadily grown and every year I see returning people who are bringing their friends and family and it's become a tradition. Hikers told WENY that it's a way to detox after all that holiday food. It's actually kind of balmy today. It has been very cold in the past. We all show up here in the morning and then we have a nice hike together. Take pictures and that's how we start the year. No idea this was taking place. I was taking pictures up at the Overlook and I thought there's a thing going on here. We need to go and find out what's going on. That hike takes place every January 1st at New York State's tallest waterfall in Trumansburg, New York. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, a look at how to establish healthy boundaries with a Christian counselor. And what do you think was one of the top-selling Christmas items this year? Believe it or not, it was for moms the most. But first, a check of weather with Kevin Williams. Here is your family life weather forecast. A cold front will be crossing the area overnight tonight. It'll bring a touch of lake snow to parts of the region. A lot of cloud cover. And overnight tonight into tomorrow, there'll be some areas of lake snow and snow flurries, giving a couple inches in spots to the southeast of Lake Erie in Ontario, but little elsewhere. Low temperatures tonight, 20s and low 30s, and high temperatures tomorrow, upper 20s to the upper 30s. Friday, partly to mostly sunny, with high temperatures in the 30s. Thank you, Kevin. Next up, our twice-a-month feature with Christian counselor Chris Anderson, taking a peek at the issues that hit your family. It's called Real Answers. Let's listen in. Sarah, you know, we're talking about the rules that we are putting in place to help protect ourselves and our family from over-involvement in activities. Um, and even if those activities themselves are good things, you know, we're also talking about a relationship, you know, how we engage with others. That can mean our romantic interests before we get married and then after we get married, you know, to kind of help protect our relationships at those two different times. What are some areas in our lives that can benefit from healthy boundaries? You know, I really like how you put that there. These are not only just for relationships, but there's other areas as well. The first step, I think, is to take a really honest personal inventory about what areas of your life are overwhelming and the ones that you perceive are demanding too much of you. You know, these can be things such as involvement with your children, you know, children's activities, children's sports. Children don't need to be in every single sport and activity out there. You know, parents who do nothing but cart their kids to practice and games live a very unbalanced and stressed out life. Social media, here's another area, Sarah, that's huge where people have few boundaries. And don't call the station and complain on the last one, but over-involvement in church activities. Yes, you can be too involved there too. 
In my practice, I like to encourage people to actually write letters. And then I say, hey, send the letter to me first. I'll give you feedback. You know, so in that way, you can really understand whether or not what you need to say to folks when you're setting boundaries is coming across the way you want it to. You're only responsible for your approach. You're not responsible for the other party's response. But a poor response on their behalf is fully on them, not on you. Don't take it personally. Keep your language respectful and merciful. Can you talk to me about the difference between a wall and a boundary? How do we set boundaries Mm -hmm. in a respectful way? Sometimes, you know, they can be similar and other times not so much. I think that boundaries that are firm, non-negotiable boundaries, these need to be put in place. And these principles are based on time-tested biblical truths that are not really open to personal preference and opinion. At other times, there might be some room for personal preference and opinions as long as it's not violating scriptures. For an example of one that should not be open to personal preference the issue of pornography in a relationship. I think scripture, pretty clear on fidelity and Jesus' own words make it clear that just looking is sinful. But another area where maybe there is some room for personal preference might be what your children are permitted to do in terms of sports and school activities, that type of thing. So you just have to understand that sometimes they need to be a firm wall, other times maybe a little bit of a movable boundary. I think that we shut down and we avoid conflict instead of just having strong boundaries and seeing them through. Mm-hmm. Why is shutting down yeah. just as dangerous as arguing with someone. Well, let me distinguish between just shutting down and not working towards some sort of revolution versus just taking a break to gather your thoughts or to plan out your approach out of love and respect and then returning to the discussion. Those are vastly different. Just shutting down will likely lead to bitterness and unresolved issues that will fester and then when given the opportunity, that stuff comes exploding out and causes even worse problems. Or that will also lead to keeping tabs and holding accounts, which the Bible tells us not to do in our relationships. So taking a time out and then agreeing on when is a good time to return to the discussion is going to be a far greater benefit to your relationship regardless of who it is with. It could be your spouse, a coworker, a friend, one of your children. Again, this approach will vary depending on that relationship between the parties involved. How do boundaries change the way that you argue? Well, I think it helps prevent going too far. It helps to put some safeguards in place so you don't say things that later you desperately wish you could retract. <laughs> and, you know, in marriages, you know, this is especially true. I think that all married couples, if they're honest, would say there have been times when they said things they wish they could have taken back. But sadly, oftentimes when we say things that we wish we could have taken back, it could be an indication that we really do feel that way or that we've just suppressed things for so long that it just turns into bitterness and then comes exploding out when the conditions are right. So having boundaries or rules for, of engagement for conflict discussions will hopefully prevent this buildup and be much more meaningful building up the relationship. What's the outcome of having a strong boundary? Well, strong boundaries protect relationships at all levels and they make it easier to live balanced lives in a society that has no idea what balance is, that wants nothing to do with wisdom. And so having stronger boundaries also fosters respect for you, even when, let's say, you are the employee and your employer is not abiding by boundaries. And let's say they're not as willing to take this as seriously as you are, you will actually be more respected. Christian Counselor Chris Anderson, Real Answers comes to you every other Wednesday. You can hear more of this feature at familylife.org slash news podcasts. It's time next for tonight's market report brought to you by Faithward Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Stocks are down today. ISM manufacturing data for December came in at 47.4% higher than the consensus and the prior report. Jolt's job opening data for November increased to 8.79 million from the expected 8.76 million. That was lower than the prior report. Apple shares fell in after hours trading on Tuesday after Barclays analysts downgraded 
downgraded the tech company due to slowing demand of the iPhone and other Apple devices. The U.S. military announced an increased presence in the Red Sea to help protect ships transporting goods and oil. As much as $200 billion in trade has been affected since attacks in that region began. S&P 500 sector gains coming from energy and utilities, losses from real estate and consumer discretionary. Crude oil closing under $73 a barrel. The Dow fell 284 points. The Nasdaq dropped 173. The S&P 500 was down 38. Faithward Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more online at faithwardadvisors.com. When you rely solely on your own power to provide, you'll always stress about having enough. I am Rob West with another Faith and Finance Minute. Peace comes from knowing that God owns everything, and He's your true provider, not just of wealth, but even your ability to earn it. Deuteronomy 8.18 reads, You shall remember the Lord your God, for it is He who gives you power to get wealth. Of course, you have to do your part. Proverbs 14.23 says, In all toil there is profit, but mere talk tends only to poverty. So you must always be grateful for your job and the ability to work, because God is your true employer. Colossians 3.23 tells us, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. We can help you learn to manage your money according to biblical principles when you download the free FaithFi app. You'll find it on our website at faithfi.com. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, the Stanley Cup, one of the top-selling Christmas items of the year. It was a car fire that catapulted that cup to fame. We've got more on the story after one last look at weather with Kevin Williams. Overnight tonight into tomorrow, there'll be some areas of lake snow and snow flurries, giving a couple inches in spots to the southeast of Lake Erie and Ontario, but little elsewhere. Low temperatures, 20s and low 30s. Temperatures rise only slightly on Thursday. Friday, partly to mostly sunny, but high temperatures in the 30s. Chillier air will then follow and set the stage for a storm that will approach this weekend. Significant snow will be a risk, especially across portions of central and eastern Pennsylvania and the eastern southern tier of New York. That'll be later Saturday into Sunday. Thank you, Kevin. Finally at five, one of the number one gifts for Christmas this year for grade schoolers all the way up to moms and dads, the 45-year-old Stanley Stainless Steel Cup. You wouldn't think that a water bottle would have such hype. The velocity and quantity at which folks are posting about the product online is creating a sense of urgency that really hasn't been matched by many other products out there. It started with an influencer blog about six months ago that posted about the stainless steel cups and their strength. They partnered with an agency and changed the color scheme for the tumblers. Stanley's been around for about 100 years, but has never seen sales like this. And then a month ago, a woman lost her car to a car fire. Half the vehicle was completely gone. As she approached it a day later, her Stanley cup was still in the cup holder, unscathed. The ice still inside, even though the car was incinerated around it. It's in a fire yesterday. It still has ice in it. You can't pay for marketing that good. That video went viral. It was viewed by 100 million people. Stanley Cups, the indestructible gift for Christmas. And that is the world that we live in for Wednesday, the 3rd of January. I'm Sarah Harnish, and this is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life.